Oh my god. I have devastating news that I have to start the program with. The worst possible news since the end of sports, since they canceled all sports. This news is absolutely devastating to the entire country. Devastating to me. I don't know what the F I'm going to do. Well, I think I do know what I'm going to do. Probably disregard the warning. But this devastating news is being put out there by the World Health Organization. They are saying that if you drink alcohol, it heightens your chances of getting infected with the coronavirus. Dun, dun, dun! They're saying we shouldn't drink. They're asking us to slow the alcohol consumption. The The sales for liquor and beer are through the roof right now. Because that's all anybody's doing while they're at home. And now the World Health Organization is saying drinking is going to help you get the virus and spread the, the virus. Two reasons why. First off, when you drink and get hammered, your body isn't up to snuff to fight off the virus. So you can get it easily. And when you get drunk, what do you want to do? Besides eat at late night, what else do you want to do? Yep. You want to call someone and you want to hook up. So they're saying that people, one, get drunk, two, they get their booty call and they're spreading the virus. The World Health Organization wants us to stop drinking, just like Richard just said on my Facebook Live. No! For the love of God, you can make us stay away from people. You can, we can lose our jobs. 22 million people in the United States of America have lost their jobs. You can take the sports away from us. Tom Brady can go to Tampa Bay, but you cannot take my booze. I, you'll have to pry the bottle out of my fucking cold, dead hands. Absolutely no way in hell I will stop drinking. I can't even, it's like the best I feel. God, it's like, I, I mean, my kids make me happy. My wife makes me happy. And booze makes me happy. I, I get a little sip of it. I'm like, I get goosebumps, man. Literally, my arms. Whoosh, I can feel the hair. Just thinking about it, I can feel the, the, the hairs on my arms stick up. Please. Please. Don't take the booze from us. They'll never take it from us because it's taxed to hell. So, I'd have no fear. It would be, you think the pandemic is bad? <laughs> you take booze away from people? Oh, <laughs> forget it. And and we're resilient people. We'll make our own. I, I, I'll make prison piss booze I, if, I, if I had to. If they took it away from me, I'd find a way to make booze. I don't, I don't care. I, I'd, I'd fucking suck on an apple that was like five, you know, that, that's been rotten for six days just to get a little out of it. Can't take our booze away. It's terrible news. So, oh, man. Right. All right. See, Rich just said, no problem here. He can make his own. So please be wary. Uh, apparently, if you drink alcohol, I mean, we all we already all knew that if you drink, it, it, it impairs everything, including your immune system. So you're at a heightened risk of getting the virus. 
And then the second part is you'll break the social distancing rules um, and you'll participate in risky acts. Speaking of breaking those rules to have sex, uh, Fauci has said uh, he's asking people to not do one night stands. Do not hook up with people on Tinder. You don't know if they're healthy. You don't know if you had the virus. That will cause the spread of the virus. So stay off the Tinders. Don't, I mean, forget it. Life as you know it, without alcohol, I can't even imagine what my life is like if I didn't have booze, honestly. I mean, I'm not a raging alcoholic. I could go days without, I mean, I didn't drink yesterday. I mean, I don't need to have it every single day, but I like it. You know, my mom was a raging alcohol. My mom, here's a funny story about my mom um, that, you know, she had once told us that she was like, I don't drink all the time. So we got up and we were, we were like, mom, are you drinking? And she's like, I don't drink all the time. What's your problem? I don't know what the hell that was. And it was like 6.15 in the morning when we were getting ready to school. And she's like, I don't have a drink right now. I haven't had a drink since six this morning. We're looking at her like, lady, it's like 15 minutes ago. The fuck? And it's six in the morning and you're pounding back the straight vodka. That's why my mom would drink vodka straight. If she was going to dilute it at all, she would drink it with water. But but that would be it. I, I remember one time um, I had stolen her vodka and I, I poured water into the bottle so she you know couldn't tell by seeing it. And uh, I remember I was home. She had just got home. Well, God knows where she was, right? She goes underneath. Uh, she used to put it under the kitchen sink. She goes to the kitchen sink, opens up the thing, grabs the bottle, Stone Cold rips the cap off of it, hits it right to her mouth, and she goes... <laughs> she spits everywhere, and not because of the taste of the booze. She... Fuck! Who drank my fucking booze? Oh, man, she was like, this isn't vodka. Spits it out everywhere. I was dying. Oh. <laughs> I can't even imagine what it would be like if they took the alcohol away. So there's there's that. Um, I do want to get on to talking about people's stimulus checks. So a couple of things are happening with your stim- stimulus checks. Uh, not only can the dead vote, uh, the dead are getting paid. Apparently, a ton of people who are dead and have passed on have been getting direct deposits or have been getting stimulus checks shown up for them. So, and, uh, oh, wait, wait. And furthermore, when the, the, I read this report on the Drudge Report, at, at this time, the government is, uh, stances, they're not trying to get the money back. So, a couple of things. My brother Stan is the winner here. So his name is Stan Paziali. So if my dad ends up getting a check, my dad's dead, and his name was Stan Paziali, my brother Stan's going to grab that thing and he's going to cash it. Now, on the other end, well, the bank account's long closed, but I was the head of the estate. Um, So if they sent it to that bank account, no one's getting that money. But I'm just, uh, for those of you that have parents that recently passed away, you might be getting another check in the mail. So I'd be on the hunt for that. Uh, Also... The checks are being sent to the wrong bank account. So let's say 2018, you had a bank account that you used for federal deposits. Your money's probably going there and you're not going to get your loot. 
Or let's say you had a joint account uh, with someone that you were with at the time where you just had a joint account. And now your name's off of it while well, your check's going there and they're getting you loot. And that's happening a lot throughout the country. Um, another thing on the stimulus that's happening uh, besides your dead parent getting the money or your ex-wife getting the money um, in California, they're going to start giving illegal immigrants money anywhere from five to a thousand dollars per illegal immigrant. It's not a federal mandate or anything like that. The governor out there has decided that he's going to give these people money. Normally, I would be a hundred percent against giving the money. All right, well, let me make this clear. I, I'm against us getting the money in general. In general. I don't think Americans, I don't think people do the right thing. As you can tell, there are news stories of people taking their money that they've got from the government and they're buying stupid shit with it. They're buying booze. I work for my booze, though. Booze, scratch tickets. They're not paying their bills with it. They're not buying... Uh, Things that are essential, clothes, toilet paper, uh, food, stuff like that. They're wasting it, which is what can be expected from the American people, which is why we have an oppressive government uh, or the government has to put their finger in everything because you people don't make the right choices. That being said, so that I'm clear that I'm not for it, um, we are all human beings, all of us. We are all affected by the virus. Lots of people are dying. In this instant, I am going to lay off the governor of California for giving this money to illegal immigrants. In any other shape or form, I would be irate. I would say straight up that this money, if it's going to go to anybody, should go to Americans and not to people who snuck into this country and not to people that came here and are stealing jobs from Americans. But... I do care in general about the human race. So on this one, I give it a pass. Now, it's not to say that I think illegal immigrants are all bums. There are a lot of hardworking illegal immigrants. My beef is that you got to do it the right way. You have to come here the right way. Find a way to make it happen. Become a legal citizen. Assimilate, if that's the word, into our our. our country, learn our language, just like my dad did. My dad was born in Italy. He came here. He assimilated. You'd have never known the guy was from Italy. His He didn't even have an accent anymore. The guy turned red, white, and blue like nobody's business. It's important to do that. So I just wanted to be clear on that. Giving the governor of California a pass because of the circumstances, I strongly advise against giving people free money in any situation because where the fuck is the money coming from? All right, let's get away from that and let's get to smartphones. We all have smartphones. I don't care what you say. Everybody's up in an uproar on tracking people with the coronavirus. Well, if you have a smartphone and you're on social media, you're being tracked anyways, you're mutant. So stop being a mutant. They already know where you are. They already know what you're doing. Cut, 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 cut the BS. So what uh, is being developed right now by a company in England, I think it's England, they're uh, they're creating a coronavirus test for your smartphone based on your cough. They've been taking sound samples of people who are sick with the virus. They're breathing, how they cough and how they talk. 
and to match it up to whether or not you might have the virus. Pretty, pretty cool. Um, I don't know how well it will work. I'm, I'm assuming that if somebody coughs, they're just going to say you need to go to the doctors. But anybody from Massachusetts, anyone from Mass, you can tell whether or not someone rips butts or not. And I know you guys know what I'm talking about. You see the lady and she's, hey guys, how's it going? You know she rips butts just by the sound. You don't ever have to see her smoke a cigarette or you can tell by her cough. <laughs> you know, you know she's a butt smoker. So maybe they could do the same with the coronavirus. They could tell by the deep breathing uh, or the lung reverb. I mean, shit, if Spotify or whatever it is, if Shazam can tell you the name of a song, I'm sure that they could create an app that could pick up the sound of a cough that would be likened to the same kind of cough you would get from having the coronavirus. Pretty cool stuff. Um, I'd be interested in, 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 you know, getting that. So, you know, next they're going to make an app that they can tell by the sound of your fart, what you ate, but I can't even make myself laugh because I will clear, I will say this to this day, and I'm a 41 year old man. Nothing is funnier than a fart. A fart will always be the ultimate funny period. I don't care if you are a, a baby or if you're a thousand years old, you will always laugh at a fart. And I also maintain that a fart would get better ratings than anything else on TV or on the radio or anything. For example, I've always long said that if you put on, um, let, let's just say you put on CNN, the president is doing, well, we'll say Fox because it's a, uh, they would cover the president. So let's say you have Trump on Fox and then on CNN, you just have a fart sound effect. That's it. It's not Anderson Cooper isn't on. It's just. And it's the whole duration of a presidential debate or the president speaking. I'm telling you, a fart will get more ratings. I'm, I, I don't care what you say. Everybody laughs. Farts are funny. Period. I'm just thinking about it makes me want to laugh. So we're talking about uh, smartphones and about how uh, you could cough and they could tell whether you are the virus and about people being tracked. So uh, some countries are tossing around the idea. And I and I want to talk about this as my long segment segment, the idea of immunity certificates. And when I come back. I'll spend a lot of time talking about that. That's kind of the topic of the day, whether or not we should have a certificate that says, you know, we're immune or we've tested negative. Um, we don't have the virus. Should we have these things? Is it, is it important? Um, something else that's important that I want to get out there for the few people that are uh, actually watching this. For those of you who don't know, if you're listening to my podcast, uh, when I record my podcast, I do it live on Facebook, currently on my Facebook, uh, when I get equipment and all that good stuff, hopefully I can do a live stream on something else so more people can participate, I'm at my max for friends. Um, I wanted to talk about Restaurant Strong, which is a partnership between the Greg Hill Foundation and Sam Adams. You can get more information on that at thegreghillfoundation.org, 
What Restaurant Strong is a fund that has been put together by the Greg Hill Foundation and Sam Adams to help out local restaurants and restaurants in other states. There's a bunch of other states that are participating. The money is going to people that are affected in the restaurant business, whether it be the owner, whether it be the guy who washes the dishes, guy that makes the pizza, that this money is going to help them. So if you go to the GregHillFoundation.org and you'd like to donate to help these people, or if you'd like to be a beneficiary, I think that's what they are, what you would say if you were trying to get some money, it'd be helpful. Another thing you can do to help these restaurants is actually order food from them. Today, for example, Bianchi's, uh, um, uh, Renzo's on the beach here in Revere, Massachusetts. It's open. I ordered a pizza today. I walked up there. They asked me to just have a mask on. I had a mask on. I got a pizza. I, I supported them. Um, I even tipped. Not much. I mean, I'm a cheap fuck, but I did tip five bucks uh, to support them. So, Restaurant Strong. I, there might even be a website, restaurantstrong.org. Greg Hill Foundation.org. Help these people out. I just wanted to get that out there before I uh, move on to the next thing. So a couple of quick updates that we uh, should mention. Spaz, throw out, throw a shout out to R&R, Hurton, Bud, Central Mass. All right. Yeah, I'll give a quick little ding for my man, Ryan. And if you're watching on my Facebook, you'll see that he popped up. Ryan uh, owns a, uh, what's the full name of it, dude? Is it just R&R? So he owns a landscape company. He also owns a uh, a trash business. So he has a he has dumpsters, and he's gonna pop up a little more info, please, on this, and then I will tell you guys all about it because it's local businesses helping local businesses. We all have to help each other out right now. It's the only way to keep the country rolling, and it's really the only way. Um, it, it it's the only way to keep the economy going. We have to help one another. You know, before I went on live today, I had a, a guy reach out to me who's a local contractor up in Salisbury, and he normally takes his debris to a certain place, but he's decided that he's going to start using me for his next few projects to help me out. So essentially, he's giving up profit but instead of running it to the dump himself. Now, sure, he's going to save time, but he's going to have my company do it. So I want to uh, thank him for that. All right. Yeah, before we take a uh, uh, a break, um, Ryan, the name of his company is R&R Landscape Management. So he is a landscaper. For those of you that would normally get landscaping done this time of year, please do it. Don't hold back. Get it done. And he also has dumpsters. I don't know how many cans he has, but he does rent out a 15-yard dumpster. I think he has a switch and go. It's a nice little system. He can put the thing right easily um, in your driveway or, you know, maybe on your lawn if it was on boards. I don't know exactly what he does with the cans. And you can load the dumpster yourself and he'll haul it away for you. You can check him out. I, I, I bet he has a, a website or a Facebook page. But it's R&R Landscape Management. Help the guy out. Okay, before we do take a break. Now, you know what? Let's take a break so that I can get paid. Again, my plea is if you listen to my podcast and you've made it this far, I ask that you only stick around for another 30 or 40 seconds to hear this commercial. And if you do, I make one cent, a, a whopping one cent for every time you guys make it to the other side of the commercial. So I'd really appreciate if you could do that for me. We'll be right back. Fantastic. Thank you. 
You've just grown my wealth by one cent for making it to the other side of this commercial. Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out, which you can get on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or Spotify. All that I ask is that you subscribe, maybe leave me a nice review, give me a couple of stars, and then if you never, ever, ever want to listen to my podcast again, I'm okay with that. Just every morning, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, when it's published and you see it, just play it and turn down the volume on your phone or just turn down whatever you play it on down until it plays all the way through so that I can get that one cent. I would appreciate it very much. As the podcast grows, hopefully that will turn into more money. Now, there is another guy named Tom who is watching right now on my Facebook Live feed while I record it. He owns um, H&H Stoneworks and Home Improvement in Salem, New Hampshire. Um, I'm guessing by stonework, you do stonework, right? Uh, uh, See, I'm pretty good at this. That shit's good. H&H Stoneworks and Home Improvement, Salem, New Hampshire. He probably has a Facebook. You guys should check him out. If you're up in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to this podcast and you need stonework done or some home improvement done, why don't you reach out to Tom and give him a chance? Right now would be the great time, the greatest time, to use guys like Tom and to use guys like Ryan for their services. They really need it. I mean, we all need it. Small businesses need your help. Help us out. Continue to do the things that you used to do before the quarantine. Or at least do us a favor. Don't spend your stimulus check on stupid shit. Hire us to do something for you. Hire us to help. Cans equal money, bud. Yeah, bro. Cans do equal money. That's Ryan. Trash is cash. 150%. Trash is a great business to be in. If you know what you're doing, you can make a lot of money. All right. On to a couple of things. Donald Trump wants to reopen America May 1st, or at least start the phasing of it. He would like the small states, I don't mean the small states, the states that don't have a high rate of the coronavirus to start opening up May 1st. Governors up here, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, um, New York, Connecticut, New Jersey, they are saying, who? Chill. We need tests. And for once, I may agree with the governors on this. We do need to open up. We need to be open for business. We need to be working. It's a way to make money. But we need the tests. We need to test people. We It's the quickest way we can get people back to work is testing. So we need to get the testings out. The government needs to be focusing all their efforts on getting the American people tested. Six six hundred and thirty five thousand people in this country have the virus. Over thirty thousand people have died. Yesterday we broke a record. Two thousand three hundred and seventy one deaths in this country in one day. Staggering. The first death in the United States happened on February twenty ninth. Thirty it took thirty eight days after that to get to ten thousand deaths. And then just nine days later, it just took nine more days after that to get to 30,000. People are passing away at an alarming rate in the state of New York, mostly the city of New York, and some other 
tight areas like Louisiana, throughout the country. These places can't open up. I get it. I get it. But there are other places in this world or in this country that are not getting hit so hard by it, and they need to slowly but surely get back to work. I think the president's a little bit uh, ahead of the game for a March 1st reopen. I would love to see the country open up again. We absolutely have to stop making money. You guys know how I feel about this. We got to start working. You have 22 million people are out of work, and there are not 22 million jobs to go back to. So that's going to be a problem. Small businesses, it, it, collectively, small businesses employ more people than any anything else. More than Walmart. Together, as a, as a group, we employ so many people. What happens uh, even phase two comes? Yeah. It, it, it. Are you talking phase two of going back to work? Are you talking phase two of the coronavirus? Someone just asked me a question. Um. So we do need to get back to work, but the best way to do it is to test. We have to test people because that, that way we know. That, that's it. Plain and simple. We need to know who has the virus, who doesn't have the virus, and that'll let us get back to work. Until we have that, I, I don't know if people are going to go back to work. Like my kids, I'm not sending my kids to school. Like if they opened up the school on May 1st, my kids aren't going back to school. <laughs> Year's done. Uh, did I say March 1st? Sorry, man. I meant May 1st. May 1st. May 1st. May 1st. Um, I, that's what happens when I when I rant. I spit out shit. And I'm not really paying attention. So tests are the best way for us to get back to work. So now I am, I, I'm begging the countries, the private sector, because things when things are done by the private sector, they are done properly and they are done right. Please put all your efforts towards creating tests to help out the American people so that we can figure out who has it and who doesn't have it. Now, hey, hold on. we got. Well, let me read this. Hey, Spaz, PM me your address. I'll send you some gear. All right. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, let me do that afterwards. All right. So tests, test first, and then we know who's sick. This leads me to the topic that I want to talk to you guys about which is, is something called immunity certificates. Countries are tossing around... Yeah, please, send me some ice. Um, countries around the world are talking about having immunity certificates or immunity passports. What this basically means is they're not going to let you into, your, into their country unless you have a passport that says you are immune to the coronavirus or... You have the vaccine for the coronavirus, which I know we don't have yet, or you don't have it. Normally, I am not for showing, you know, show me your papers, you know, see Kyle. But I liken uh, people who have the coronavirus to pedophiles. We want to know who the pedophiles are. Uh, We have a list of pedophiles. There's one that lives on my street. I know who he is, I know what he does, where he is, and I know what he did, and my kids stay far away from him, nobody talks to the guy, We we the guy doesn't even come out in public. Same thing with coronavirus, people. I want to know who you are, 
I want to know if you have it or don't have it anymore. I want to know where you hang out, where you go food shopping, what you do on a daily basis. I don't want you anywhere the fuck near me or my kids, especially me because I drink alcohol. As you all know, if you didn't hear at the top of this uh, podcast, the, uh, uh, the World Health Organization is saying that if you drink alcohol, you are at a higher risk of of getting the coronavirus. And that if you drink alcohol while you have the virus, you're at a higher risk of dying. So, being an alcohol drinker, I want to know who's got the virus. I am all for immunity certificates. This is a right that I would normally not want to give up. I love my rights. I like to protect my rights, all of them. I, I fight for for freedom of speech, freedom of religion, Second Amendment, right? For, you know, that you can't come in my house and look for shit without a fucking warrant. I don't want you listening to me. But this, I want to know. I don't know how you guys feel about this. I want to know. I, I, I get it. You're saying this is America, bro. But I, I, if you're talking about me having these certificates, don't you want to know? You want to know who the pedophile is, right? I'm Right now in my feed, how many of you guys don't want to know where the pedophile is? Every single one of you that has kids wants to know where the diddler is. And we have laws that tell you where the diddler is. We all want to know where the diddler is. All of us. Shit, we want a big letter out in front of the guy's uh, sign that says, I am the diddler out in the front. You're going to die, bud. Stop watching CNN. Dude, I don't watch CNN. I, I, I watch Fox News, man. I'm a fucking diehard Republican. I can't stomach CNN. Shit makes me want to puke. I'm out on CNN. I, listen, I'm stone cold American. I support the president and about everything he does. Straight through. About everything he does. On this one, the, the I want to know where... The people, uh, I want to know. If you have the virus, I want to know. Doesn't mean I won't do business with you. Like, all right, man, you got the virus. Stay six feet away from me. You guys should actually watch. I made a video at Home Depot today. It took me a fucking long time to do. I had to stand at Home Depot for a good hour for a guy to come up next to me. So finally, a dude came up next to me, and I ran my tape measure six feet to make sure he was six feet away from me. Check it out on my Facebook, my Instagram, um, you know, at SpazWAF is most of my handle. How do you guys feel about that? Do you think we should have immunization or tested positive certificates or something that says that you're not positive? Do you want to know that? I'm serious. Do you guys want to know that? Any, and Anybody? Because I'm telling you, I sure as shit, we all want to know where the diddler is. Uh, the rapist, you want to know where he is. And we do. You can go on to the, uh, web, the city website or the police website. It's posted right there. Got a nice big fat picture of the guy uh, or the girl or whoever it is, the sex offender. And we all know who they are and what they did. Well, I want to know who's got the disease, where they live, where they go shopping, I want to know everything about this person, and then I, I can keep them the F away from me. I'll know their face. Just like when I go to the supermarket and I see the diddler that lives on my street, I know it's him. And I know where he works. I do business at the place that the guy fucking works, and I want to be like, damn, I can't believe you have this piece of shit working here. 
But I get it. The guy has to have a job. And where he's working, I'm not going to name it because I like the place. But where he's working is a good place for him to be working because he's never going to come in contact with kids at this place. If at, at best, he might get crushed by something. And I think we'd all be happy about it. But I want the same. I want the same with the coronavirus people. I want to know who has it. I want to see your papers on this one. Yep, I want to see your papers. You can't, you can't come into the United States. Where's your paper? You can't come into my house. You got your paper? You can't come into my store. You got your paper? I want to see, do you have the virus or not? I want scarlet letters on all these people. Big C's. They have to wear a fucking C for coronavirus or, or for COVID. C. Big C. You have it? Stay the fuck away from me and my kids. That's another thing, man. I was gonna. I, I was talking to myself, as I usually do when I'm uh, doing show prep. And I was like, you know, I'm going to stop swearing on my podcast. But I'm not going to. It's just me. That's how I talk. That's who I am. I talk fast. I, I get angry. I'm, I'm passionate. And I swear. And I apologize for the foul language. It's just who I am. It's how I grew up. So I can't stop it. What else uh, did I want to talk about besides the uh, immunizations? I know that the kids uh, see it. So there is a, oh, this is a pretty rough story. You imagine, I just want you to think about this. You imagine that if you're just unlucky enough, um, hold on, Kaylee just texted me something. Oh, no, she didn't. That was an old text message. Um, for those of you who don't know, Kaylee is my lovely wife, and I am very lucky that I have someone like her in my life. I don't know how she deals with my BS, but she does. So could you imagine being so unlucky or just so t- untimely to have cancer in the middle of this pandemic? I mean... I. I've never I had cancer. I've known some people that, that have. I've hosted charity events to raise funds for people that have cancer uh, or had cancer to, to help them raise money so that they could fight it. It's a terrible thing. No one should have to go through it, especially a kid. So there's a story out of New Jersey that there is a make-a-wish kid that uh, his wish had been granted to go to, to Disney World. Uh, you know, a little while back and his time to go to Disney was going to be about this time. And unfortunately, Disney's not open. Um, And that sucks. But you want to know what I think sucks even more? And I know these people thought it was cool and they were doing the right thing, their neighbors. Well, his neighbors uh, or her neighbors, I'm sorry, in New Jersey, they had a Disney parade for him and they all had Disney costumes on. I'm sorry. I'd be fucking bullshit if I was dying of cancer and your stupid ass came drive and I was told that I was going to get to go to Disney World for free on my Make-A-Wish. My Make-A-Wish is I get to go to Disney and you're going to roll by my house dressed up in your shitty Elsa costume and your fucking at-home you know, Mickey Mouse jersey. Oh, my God. I would be bullshit. Don't even bother doing it. Too far, Anthony. Stop it. I don't know what what Kate's talking about. I would absolutely be BS. Here's what should happen for this person, for this kid. Here's what should happen for this kid. 
Disney, if you're listening, you need to open up the park for one day. Open it up. Let this kid get to Disney. Open it. Just open it. Open up a couple of rides. Get a few people there. Plant you get you get someone at Splash Mountain. Get this kid in there. Get a couple of your people dressed. Get a couple people in there. Uh, get Mickey. Get Minnie. Find out who are fa- who are favorite um, uh, princesses. Get get that princess. So you need Mickey. That's one person. You need Minnie. That's two people. You need a princess. That's three people. Get someone in there to operate Splash Mountain. Boom. Kid goes through Splash Mountain. Find out what what what, what other rides that the kid would like to go on. Open it up for one day, just for this kid. This was the 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 the, the wish was granted. Fucking parade by the house. Yeah, thanks. I'm dying of cancer. I feel terrible for this kid. Just terrible. I really wish. I re- I really wish that the people at Disney. Just one fucking day. Just for a couple hours. How hard is it? You probably are servicing the equipment anyways to make sure it doesn't rust. You get the kid in there. Boom. Splash Mountain. You get the kid. It, it, I like Splash Mountain. That's why I keep saying Splash Mountain. Um, you know, get the, the Tower of Terror. I know it's a different park. I think it is. Whatever it is. You got to be there for maintenance anyways. Do the right thing. It's one kid, couple of people. You, you know what? Fuck a couple of people. Get the CEO's ass there wearing Mickey Mouse. You get your fucking ass in there. Put on the Mickey Mouse costume and make this kid's day. God. <sighs> Stuff like that really does. It gets me upset. I, I feel terrible for this kid and for the, for this kid's family. It was a nice thing. For the neighbors to go around dressed up in costume for the kid. But it's just not the same. It's just, I used to joke around that, uh, you know, going to the Disney store would, would, you know, would satisfy my kid. But it's not the same. I, I did, the first time I ever went to Disney, I was shit 35 or something like that. And I was blown away. I couldn't even believe it. I was like, oh my God, this place really is the greatest place on earth. It's amazing. And this poor kid is, is unlucky enough or so unlucky to even have cancer and even more unlucky that uh, she gets her wish granted and Disney's not open for business. So if you're listening, Disney, let's do this kid a solid. Let's get this kid in there. Couple of rides, get someone to wear the costumes. You can do it. You know, you can do it. You can do it. Fucking do it. All right. So much for the doom scrolling, but I know you guys agree with me. I don't. They they could open it up for the kid. All right. Another thing that we should talk about is uh, in quarantine. Oh, wait, did I talk about this already? No, I don't think I did. So in uh, uh, in New York, a lady wrote to a New York columnist for advice because she's in quarantine with her husband, her brother in law, and her sister in law. The two are married. Um. And she finds her brother-in-law extremely attractive and wants to have sex with him and says, what should I do? The columnist shoots back in her advice column and says, well, you shouldn't have sex with the brother-in-law and you should try to avoid him. 
These are the types of crazy things that are happening right now where you're you're stuck alone with other people and this lady wants to hook up with her fucking brother-in-law. How much of an ass bag must her husband be? Or how much does she... You know what? I, I just thought of this. I can think for myself. They were already having sex beforehand. 100%. Spasm out. All right, Rye guy. Take it easy. Ryan's checking out. Looks like I got nobody left. Um, all right, so we got that. We, we did isolation envy. What did we leave out? Hold on. See if I left anything out. Yeah, oh, so let's... The rich, the poor get poorer, the rich get richer... Uh, Jeff Borzo in the past month has grown his wealth by $24 billion. $24 billion, obviously, because everybody's ordering stuff off- offline. Amazon's one of the only stocks that's going up, going through the roof. Also, uh, the Walton family, they increased their, their wealth uh, by uh, 5%. Uh, they pushed their wealth up by 5%. People out buying. Um, one other thing, there was a... Uh, um, oh. The tests, nah, we don't have to talk about the tests. Yeah. Oh, apparently, there's something going around that the White House was stockpiling surgical masks. I talked about that before. Um, I call the president out when I think he needs to be called out. I support him 100%. But apparently, the White House uh, stockpiled over 3,000 surgical masks. But they had good intent on doing that. The reason that they stockpiled them is because they wanted to make sure that they didn't they bought them so that they could supply them to the first responders, to the nurses, to the doctors. That's why they were hoarding them. And that's why they were telling us not to buy them. But you should have been able to think for yourself and know that a mask helps. You don't need the government to tell you that. So bad on the government for lying to us. But you have to kind of understand that the reason that they did is they didn't want us to all go out and buy masks. Because the people who needed them first, it's like people fucking hoarding toilet paper. They wanted to get them to the people who needed them. So, oh my God, you know what I didn't talk about? And I'll have to do a special podcast on it. So, here in Boston, the Boston Marathon has been postponed. And I was trying to think of a way to continue or to honor the Boston Marathon. And I thought that a nice thing to do is that we could do a ceremonial shotgun. Now, we all know that races start, and so does the Boston Marathon with the shotgun. Boom, ready, set, bang, gun goes. Well, since we can't be together, and since the marathon is not happening, I thought we could do a ceremonial shotgun, what I'm calling Miller. I'm calling it the Miller Marathon. I would like everybody at 9 o'clock on Monday to get some kind of a Miller beer. Mine would be Miller Lite. And I want you at 9 o'clock to shotgun it. I want you to record yourself shotgunning a Miller, a Miller Lite. And I want you to post it on your social media. Hashtag Miller Marathon. So that we can all have a ceremonial shotgun in honor of the Boston Marathon, which has been postponed. And we can all somehow come together in this time of social distancing and have our own little marathon and a salute to the Boston Marathon. Miller Marathon, Monday morning at 9 a.m. I hope you will join me in doing that. I'm going to do a shotgun. I will post it at 9 a.m. on Monday. Hashtag Miller Marathon. I'll actually do a separate podcast on that because I totally forgot to fucking mention it today. Uh, I'll post it on like Saturday or something like that. Pass that on to your buddies. Miller Marathon. What it is, it is a ceremonial shotgun in honor 
of the Boston Marathon that was postponed. And since we can't be together and drink, I thought it would be a good idea to do the Miller Marathon, the Miller Marathon, and shotgun a Miller Lite or some kind of a Miller beer at nine Monday morning when the marathon would have shotgunned off anyways. I hope you'll join me for that. All right, guys. I'm going to scoot. It's been real. Take it easy.